You bring the flock, we bring the talk. This is Flock Talk. Welcome back to Flock Talk. Uh, I'm Josh Fry. I'm here with Alex Bowers and uh, Emma Ann Lee and Riley Ogilvie. Um, <laughs> Got it right this time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for joining us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm glad you guys had us. Yeah, no problem. Awesome. Okay, so let me go ahead and I'm, I'm going to introduce both of you. I'm going to start with Emma Ann. Let's see. Let me see what I got for you. Emma Ann Lay from North Carolina, majored in mass comm. Um, let's see. Prior to Winthrop, was named South Carolina All-Region Player of the Year 2018, South Carolina All-State Team 2018, and two-time South Carolina All-Region Team. Welcome to the show. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Gosh, 2018, that's like, oh my God, that's five years ago. <laughs> that was actually my junior year of high school because okay. I, I, um, I actually didn't play school volleyball my senior year. I had a really weird injury and my coach, being from such a small area, wanted me to set and not play as a middle blocker, which was my home position. And so I said, you know what, this is not good for my health. I'm, I'm not going to play for you this year. <laughs> and took the fall season from school volleyball off and just trained because I knew I was going to play in college. And okay. it turned out to be the best decision I made. So Nice. So um, in my research, I saw that you played three sports at Loris High School. Is that I correct? I did. I did. You got volleyball, basketball, and softball. How did you manage uh, playing three sports? Let's just say my mom spent a lot of gas money. <laughs> okay. um, definitely. Uh, it was really, it was hard at times. But honestly, like, it's funny because I, when we talk about this all the time too, like, when you play volleyball club-wise in high school and even, like, when you play travel softball or AAU basketball, you are playing, like, five games a day. And now we go and we do these spring tournaments in college and we play maybe like two or three games and we're like, how did we ever do this in high school? Because it is pure exhausting. Um, I, at one point during high school though, I was playing basketball in the winter while also playing club volleyball at the same time. So I would go from basketball practice for two hours and then I would go straight down to Myrtle Beach, which was like the facility I went to was about 35 to 40 minutes away. Drive down there, get to practice, and practice for two more hours in a different oh sport. God. And I did that for about three to four months out of the year. It would cross over, volleyball would cross over with basketball and softball mm. because club volleyball is such a weird like position of just like November to like basically June. Um, but I actually stopped playing softball after my sophomore year because I broke my ankle um, playing leading up to this lovely injury I have now so, <laughs> so yeah I was gonna I was gonna ask what made you end up choosing volleyball out of all those sports was it just a passion of yours or did you feel like that's where you excelled so I started playing volleyball when I was 14 it was the latest sport I just started playing out of the three and with both my parents playing college basketball and my dad playing at NC State for Jimmy V everyone in my hometown thought I was going to be like the next next basketball prodigy like she's the next basketball girl like that's the one coming out of our county going power five and I actually ended up hating basketball mm. because it was so pressured to me to like you have to be good at this because my whole okay. family played um I started playing volleyball and got into it really slowly um really liked it from the start but I really actually did not want to play. My mom made me go to school tryouts and was like, you're doing this, you need to do it. And um, 
loved it from the start, had a really good time, wasn't super sure about it because I wasn't very good to start off with, but everyone kept telling me like, oh, you could be really good if you just keep doing it. So I kept doing it and uh, flash forward to like my sophomore year of high school, I am like absolutely in love with it, had a great sophomore year, had an even better junior year, was doing really good, was playing high school, club was doing really well, I was moving up, I was playing on a nationals team, like everything was going well, and right like right in the middle of club volleyball season and like the start of school softball season, I broke my ankle. And I started crying when I got to the hospital, not out of pain, and not because I couldn't play softball, but because I could no longer play volleyball. And that's when I realized, okay, this is the one that I need to pick. If I'm upset that I could play this and it's not even its true season, then this is the one I want to play for the rest of my time. Okay. So you mentioned something I really want to go back to. You said your dad played for Coach Jimmy B at NC State? Yeah, he did. He actually graduated the year before they won the national championship. Really? Yeah, so he played with all the players that won the national that's championship. That's crazy. Yeah. So, did you ever have, like, random people come to your family and be like, can I take a picture with you, like, um, stuff like that? Not like that. Like, we will sometimes when we get when we go to games. Like, when I was younger, when we would go to, like, base, not baseball games, but when we would go to, like, football games and basketball games, because we would, like, sit in the box and stuff, you'd have little kids, because their parents would know who he was, and you'd have little kids come up and say, like, oh, my gosh, like, can I get a picture with you? And they wouldn't know who he was, but, like, their dad would know. Yeah. And they'd be like, you need to go get a picture with him, like, da da da, da. <laughs> My dad didn't really play that much. He um, he was a walk-on. Okay. But he did actually play a game against Michael Jordan. Ooh. <laughs> Oh. And so that was like his like what he calls his like crowning glory is that he got to play <laughs> against Michael Jordan. I would never stop um, talking about that. <laughs> he he is a very like humble man. He does not mm. like talking about it. But whenever we try to get it out of him, he always mentions that. But um, mm. yeah, he did play for Jimmy V. Um, one thing we do get a lot though, and I actually just had a guy message me on Facebook. He gets these guys that go to these big conventions. I don't know if y'all ever heard of this. They like collect players' cards, oh, and they try okay. to get like all of them from every okay. single year for certain schools. And so, like every year, right around springtime, we always get a ton of people in the mail sending us letters saying like, "Hey, I'm collecting these cards. Like, can I? Pl- can you please sign them for me? Because they all have to be signed. Mm. So they send them out to all the former players like all over the world to get them signed." It actually yeah. is really cool. So my dad tries to sign them. I had a guy actually text me the other day asking if I could remind my dad to send it back. Because <laughs> he was like, I've sent it for a month, and I'm not really sure yeah, if I'm getting a response. This. And I texted my mom. I was like, get dad to sign it. He needs to send it back. That's so, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, so I want to ask you why you decided to come to Winthrop out of all places. What, what made that make sense to you? So I actually really, really wanted to go to a really big school. And the issue when... One of the biggest issues was, I don't know if y'all know this, but um, we were actually the last class to go through in high school before they made the new recruitment rule for the NCAA that you couldn't commit in volleyball until you were a junior. So everyone that was our age committed when they were like eighth grade, grade, freshman, sophomore, if they were going to a really big school. So if you didn't hit that peak mark at that one time when you were like that old, with everyone else, you probably weren't going power five. And because I broke my ankle my sophomore year, which is typically like your peak year to like for people that are going division one, I was unable to get recruited at the same time span as everyone else my age. So I actually didn't, I actually didn't start my recruitment 
like process really seriously until about halfway through my junior year, which is considered very late for people mm-hmm. at my age, especially since everyone else is going power five has been committed for almost three years at that point. Um, so I was choosing between Winthrop, um, Providence University in Rhode Island, yeah. um, and then, oh gosh, one, oh, Francis Marion, which is a D2, and yeah. also in South Carolina. Okay. I knew I didn't want to go to Francis Marion because I knew my, my athletic abilities could be better used and I could be better challenged at a higher level. Mm-hmm. Um, Providence had absolutely, I had absolutely no chance of getting any kind of athletic scholarship money, mm-hmm. and Winthrop was kind of the best offer I had at a possibility of being put on scholarship while also playing. Okay. It was that perfect kind of mid-major level, and I really liked the school. I love how beautiful our campus is. Yeah. I love how close we are to Charlotte. I, I love that it's not super huge, but it's also not super small. Um, so I, and I love Rock Hill. In comparison to Myrtle Beach, where I'm from, it's, it's mm. 10 times better. But um, funny thing, actually, I, about a week after I committed to Winthrop, I actually got a phone call from Dayton University and Clemson University. Um, and they were going to offer me to walk on there, and I declined oh, it <laughs> because I was already committed here. And I didn't want to be that girl that was like, oh, I got a better offer. Peace out. Like, <laughs> I just felt like that was rude. I felt like it was right. it was like if I can't commit one place, like what's to say I couldn't commit to the next? Mm-hmm. So, Okay, cool. So I mentioned your accolades in high school. Um, do you have anybody who helped you get to that level, or do you have anything you can attribute to? to um, that success, like how you got there? Yeah, definitely my parents. Um, Being that they both were college athletes and they both coached for pretty much their entire time working after college, um, they pushed me and made me into one of the, like, into a strong human being that I am today and able to push through so many injuries and and just gave me the right mindset to go into college. Um, They definitely played at a different time, don't get me wrong, it's Mm -hmm. completely different from the time they were in college, but um, love my parents, and then also my um, club volleyball coach that I played with from the time I was a sophomore until my senior year. Um, he basically got me here. He spent so many time, so much time with me after practice hours. I would go, and we would probably spend about five hours with each other during the week, besides just in our practice time individually. Like he is the person that got me to the level I need to be at to play at Winthrop. So definitely coach church. Awesome. All right, well, thank you. That's that's it for the individual questions for you. Let's move on to um, Riley here. Thank you for uh, for uh, being patient with us. Oh, no, I'm good. I just like to have someone for my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, how are you doing? How are you doing right now? I'm doing good. I have, I'm have. i glad she went first because I have a lot to say, especially like travel ball-wise. Okay, okay. So. Yeah, well, we'll get into your extensive uh, travel <laughs> here. Um, so I saw that you played – Basketball and volleyball in high school, is that correct? Basketball, volleyball, track. Basketball, volleyball, track, okay. So, just like Emma Ann, how did you manage three sports in high school? So, I did all three sports. Luckily, I've never had to deal with anything too serious injury-wise. So, I got to letter in all the sports. So, I got 12 letters, I think, total. Um, It was actually very difficult. Around eighth grade, we had people telling my family, like, you got to do something with this (laughs) 6'2 lanky girl. Yeah. And the area I was from was very low populated and in the middle of nowhere. So the closest cities to us were Denver or Wichita. And my parents decided to uh, venture out club-wise to get me more exposure, and that was Wichita. 
So while I was doing volleyball track and basketball, mainly basketball and track, I was traveling four hours for practice twice a week. So I would drive, my parents would take me out of school around 2.30 or 3 on a Wednesday. I would miss basketball practice, and because I was a starter and my coach didn't want me getting heck from the other players about missing practice, I would have to make up the practice the next morning, which was rough because I didn't get back from volleyball practice until like 2 in the morning. And then I'd have to wake up at like yeah. five to go make up my practice for basketball every week. And then um, for Friday home games, it was really tough because for volleyball, our tournaments were usually Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah. And being in Kansas, I'm super far away from like those big cities like Salt Lake City and all the big travel tournaments. So yeah. this really nice, I'll give them a shout out if they ever listen to this, the Faulkners, they are a small family or a family in our town that have a plane and they would fly me after my basketball games which done at like nine o'clock at night they would fly me to my next tournament the next day Dang. overnight so I had uh, <laughs> you had, you had your own houses. access to places that's so cool it was crazy but they knew that I was juggling so much and they did a huge favor and really helped me. I mean they're part of the reason I get to be here today so and my parents are super awesome so I forgot to give you a proper intro. Um, you said you, you're from Kansas, correct? Yes. Kansas. Yes. Um, major in criminology. And then prior to Winthrop, you came from uh, Florida Southwestern State. That's where you went most recently. You're a yes. two-time, two-time conference champion, is that correct? Yes. Okay, and then your freshman year at Adams State, you were second on the team in blocks and kills, an all-conference performer. And in high school, you were all-state honorable mention. So quite a bit of accolades there, and also a lot of traveling. H how did all of those places, all those places you've been, all those people you've met, how does that all culminate to who you are as an athlete and as a person now at Winthrop? That's the biggest reward that volleyball and sports has given me, is meeting a whole bunch of different people and getting to live in a whole bunch of different areas, and also growing a lot and being alone since I've moved so much. I've gained a lot of in independence and I've also realized how important community is and family is to build. Mm -hmm. But I can't stress enough how appreciative I am of everyone I've encountered this entire process. I've learned something. I mean, anyone thrown in the situation that I've been in would hopefully take something positive away from all the interactions they had, but I've learned so much from being able to it was, it was just as hard as it was beneficial and good, but it was worth it in the end, and it was rewarding. And now I have friends and family in Colorado, Kansas, mm -hmm. Florida, now South Carolina, and I have all of these bridges that I've built with wonderful people. So I think it was definitely worth it, but it was hard every time I had to leave all of those lovely places. It was, it was tough. Yeah, I can imagine. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. But it's cool that you can call so many places almost home in a way, yeah. from what it sounds like. Yeah. So, let's see. Um, so, you obviously transferred here. How was that process for you, that decision to come here and the communication with Winthrop? How was that? Um, it was good. I knew right away, talking to Heather on the phone, that I liked, I liked her because, you know, you get a little bit of what you can get online and what you can research from the school and then whenever you talk to your coaches that's the 
coaches first, and then eventually when you visit and come and the players. So meeting the players helped a lot. When I came on my visit, I met Megan Thorman. Is that her last name? Thorman? Mm -hmm. And then Elena Jansky. Jansky. We always call her something else. And of course, the girls are a big part of why I chose to come here because I felt like I fit in really well with them. And I also like the size of the school. I'm from a very small area, a very small town. So mm -hmm. Rock Hill was perfect for me. It wasn't too much. It wasn't any, it was far enough from Charlotte, but close enough that we yeah. could go do, do something for fun. Mm -hmm. um, but I just, I love the school and uh, talking to Heather and Chuck was like the biggest thing. I was like, oh yeah, these people are good people mm -hmm. and I want to put myself in good hands in that way. So awesome. Yeah. So, so thank you. That's it for the individual questions. Now I'm going to move on to uh, both of you representing your teams and also um, representing the, the team and how um, y'all feel about this upcoming season. But also I have another question for both of you here. Um, what is your goal beyond Winthrop? How is, and also how does playing as a team on volleyball, how, does that, how is that going to help you in your career? So personal goals? Yeah, personal goals and career goals. With being uh, like an athlete in college. Yeah, and also just moving on to anything you want to do because let me yeah. see. Yeah, your your criminology. How does yes. that how does that tie into that? Um, I mean, volleyball or any sport in college in general teaches you so much. I mean, you have to learn. You just have to be tough to be able to do it in the first place. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of respect for any other athlete I meet who's also in. Uh, a collegiate athlete, I guess I could say, um, because I know how well they have to manage their time, they have to manage their homework, they have to figure out financial things, and I know how much pressure is put on an athlete being an athlete myself. Yeah, I think definitely like just the aspect of like time, well, the time management and the skills that you learn just like juggling everything, just being a college athlete mm -hmm. are something, is something that makes prepares you for real life because like I mean life you juggle around anything but I also think like and I say this like playing other sports growing up volleyball is the most team oriented sport I've ever played or I've ever seen you play because in basketball you can make a bad pass to someone and they can still make a good shot right. but in volleyball if you don't pass it well the odds of them getting a really good set to get a really good hit they dwindle mm -hmm. it goes down Everything has to go well because it's all a chain reaction. So you have to work together really well and communicate really hard. So I think just the kind of aspect of like how much like pressure there is on team oriented stuff and like how much teamwork like really prepares you for a workplace. Because at the end of the day, like whether you like working with people or not, you're gonna have to. Oh yeah, I was gonna say yeah. like working with different personalities mm -hmm. and for me working with different teams, different coaches, different personalities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have learned how to I wouldn't say I'm a perfect person at it, but I've definitely, to a fault, learned how to like adjust myself around the people I'm with to fit their, to to fit their, like, to make like the style. to make the function work better. I've definitely yeah. learned how to adapt to the people around me, and I think that's very beneficial for careers because we're gonna have to work with people we like and we don't like, or we disagree with, or we have to communicate things differently. And so I think that's the biggest thing I'll be taking away from volleyball and all the connections I was able to make through volleyball. It's probably going to help me with a career in the future. So. 
I know for me personally, like with my major being mass communication, my mm -hmm. concentration is actually in sports broadcasting. Okay. Um, so just playing a collegiate sport in general, like prepares me to go into my career field because I actually want to really stick in college sports and stay within that realm of broadcasting. I, I hate pro sports, absolutely despise mm. it. But college is where it's at. The atmosphere of college is so much better. So I know just, just the fact of like being a college athlete and knowing what it's like is already gives me a level up from other people that are trying to get into sports broadcasting oh, yeah. because I've experienced it firsthand, so. Okay, awesome. Um, let's see, what have I got next? So let's move on to um, what you guys have some advice for me and Josh in the student section because we want to get more involved with all the sports here. And we haven't been to a volleyball game. I haven't been to a volleyball game, Josh. I've been to a few uh, the past, few? what, two years? Yeah. yeah. So so I'm still learning. I guess we're both still kind of learning well, about my, the sport. My sister actually played volleyball, uh, so, like so you, club volleyball and high school volleyball. Yeah. So um, how can we as a student section best support this team? Oh, my gosh. Easy. So easy. There's so many tiers for volleyball. Okay. There, there are. I can give you a list of tiers. It's the. Yeah. I think it's one of the funnest sports to actually really cheer is. for if you get the crowd into it. There's literally like you can do, um, you can say anything for any time someone touches the ball on our side. Huh. Like, uh, I mean, a lot of schools like I know like the best part of volleyball is just distracting the other team. Well, that's what so we like do best. A, big, <laughs> a big part, like I don't know if you've ever, if you've ever watched like High Point and us play, like at High Point, okay. their marching band comes and they have a whole student section and literally we'll be back to serve oh. and they'll count the amount of times that you hit the ball against the ground before you oh. serve. So they're like one, two, yeah. three, four, five, six, seven, and they like yeah. keep going and faster as you bounce it. Yeah. And it, it it is kind of annoying. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's funny, but it's not crossing the line of sportsmanship. Yeah. Right. And yeah, but High Point. Even just like they're our rivals, they do a pretty good job of like heckling the yeah. players. They just do a good job of student engagement, and honestly, I would say that's the best thing you can do if y'all can get the rest of the school involved. Because right now we're in this really hard area where nobody really knows that any other sport exists except for baseball and, bas and men's basketball. Right. And we really need to just like improve our amount of attendance we have, not even just from general public, but just from our students. Well, yeah, mm -hmm. and we as that's not on everyone else necessarily that's on us as a team yeah. too is like trying to get the rest of the community engaged and stuff because I've heard this said before that Winthrop or that Rock Hill is a town but it's a town with a college in it but Winthrop or but the Rock Hill is not a college town yeah, yeah. that makes sense like yeah. separate it's like yeah, yeah. very and separate I wish that we did have we have such a beautiful facility and a beautiful gym and if we could get that filled up and have everyone going crazy of mm -hmm. course that's every athlete's dream but right. I mean, like, it takes like three or four people. I was gonna say like the simple cheers on our side for a pass, like when someone passes A and then someone sets B and then someone hits C and like stuff mm, like that. Yeah. Or okay. like, um, I was trying to do it because that episode we did or go like, like F S W and well, then like B. somebody's um, also done like woo yeah. B B. So yeah. it's like Winthrop University. There's, yeah. if, I mean, we can help you guys out. Oh with yeah, that. Literally. Literally. send us oh, yeah. some stuff. We'll, we'll definitely <laughs> yeah. work on that. But yeah, yeah, just like really improving our attendance and like us helping to like, yeah. I know we've tried different things and it just, it's just, it's rough, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's I was going to say, we're performers. Like mm -hmm. I, now that you brought this up, I miss that so much. My hometown, Ulysses, Kansas would have almost the whole town fill up the gym. And just having that many people come to watch gets you some kind of it's energy. It's like an adrenaline rush. Adrenaline yeah. rush and it's a different type of performing. And ever since COVID happened, I still have yet to see 
in mid-major sports and, you know, at the Duke level that I was at, to see a gym even semi-full again. Mm -hmm. So it would be nice to get some love and support. It doesn't necessarily mean a full gym, but yeah. yeah. That's, that's definitely one of our goals here that we've mentioned is trying to get more students engaged. And we're still trying to figure that out. Like you said, you've tried many things trying to get people to come to the games. We're, we're, we're experimenting with some stuff. We've been talking to Chuck. We've been talking uh, to other people. I appreciate that. Trying to get That's stuff to really happen. Nice. Yeah. yeah, well, we, we know you guys worked so hard. Oh, and we know we that, that this team deserves support. Because also, we're going to preview this team's upcoming season and how you guys are looking. This team's going to be nice. This team is going to be really good. I yeah. hope so. Because, Lord, we're working too hard for it not to be. And we're <laughs> old. Yeah, we are. That is one thing, like, and our coach has said this many a times. Um, so my actual, my class that's coming through, we were originally a class of six as freshmen. We lost two girls. They transferred um, for different reasons. But um, there's four of us now out of that group of six, and we've added two more that are not that are not really traditionally actually seniors this year, but they're graduating with us. Okay. Um, and so we have six seniors. A fifth year and a sixth year. Yes. We include in that six. There's a fifth year and a sixth year. And then we have five juniors, hmm. and we have four, four sophomores, and then five freshmen. Five. Yeah, but that means we really have 11 upperclassmen on our team this That's year. Crazy. And so it's going to be a very, a very senior team, um, which is something our coaches have really talked to us about, that like we need to be mature in that way. Yeah, I was just going to add on, like, all across the U.S., there's going to be the old girls yeah. because of the whole COVID thing. So, like, we can't necessarily use that on our toolbox, I guess. No, because this is the second year. But we are going to be good just because we are good. Not because we're <laughs> old necessarily, but because we have a lot of returners. I think mm -hmm. our biggest, one of our biggest losses was Elena Jansky. 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 <laughs> Elena Jansky. <laughs> Graduating this year, we're gonna miss her a lot, and then Leah yeah. and Atlee. So we we did lose some very vital, strong players to mm -hmm. our team, like you do. Love but it. we have some great uh, new players coming in, and we also have most of our starters coming back. So we really have something to build off of this year. Okay. Yeah. So also, uh, we got a little chance to preview your upcoming schedule, and um, we won't get into too many specifics, but we saw five power. Uh, opponents in your schedule how will these games help you guys develop as a team and how will this help you get ready for conference play so kind of going back a little bit to that seniority we're experiencing our coaches are kind of trusting us because we're a little more experienced because we're so older this year um, that we can handle playing these older these bigger opponents um, typically because a lot of people don't think like just because you're older doesn't necessarily mean you're better like I'm probably not better than half the people on our team but I'm definitely wiser than our freshman and sophomore because I've seen the game longer than they have. Mm -hmm. And that's not being ugly, that's, that's just being truthful. Every senior, every junior is going to be like that because they've been around the game longer at this point. And so I, I think it definitely has a lot to say when your coach has enough confidence in you to be able to say, we're going to play five power five teams this year. But yeah, we're, we're going to have a really hard preseason. Mm -hmm. But you know, the harder the preseason, the easier the conference play gets. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think having a harder preseason prepares you for what's even truly intimidating and going to be difficult in your actual season and it even further prepares you for your postseason. Mm 
So I'm really excited to see what we're going to be able to do in the preseason, but I'm really even more excited to see how that prepares us for our conference play, especially since we did lose Campbell, but we've still got High Point, and we haven't been in High Point since 2019. Mm. So I'd really, really love to see us beat High Point this year. I, I want to go out You're my senior year down. beating High Point, considering that <laughs> I have never beat High Point in my entire time being here. Mm. So You're hearing it here first. We're kicking their butts. Yeah, Panthers season. are going down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you, you guys can expect a good performance against High Point. So that's definitely one we're, we'll promote. We'll, we'll get people <laughs> out here for High Point. Definitely. Um, so also, um, what can fans expect this upcoming season? Um, What's like? Let's like uh, promote this. Let's like get people invested. What, what what can they expect? What kind of entertainment are they gonna see? Well, so, uh, oh sorry, no, I was gonna okay. say like Go as ahead. a viewer, if you enjoy watching volleyball and you wanna, I think it's special to know about players in a way, mm-hmm. like to know about some of their habits, so that people who are watching volleyball have something to look at or go, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, she does do this. Oh my goodness, that is a character trait that she does. Mm-hmm. But, or like just watching the bench. If y'all watch the bench, that's a show too. We have a good time <laughs> on the bench. Most yeah. of the time our, our bench, they don't get enough. Bench on any team ever does not get enough attention for being the player who puts all the same work in, maybe works harder, and then sits there and cheers on the bench, cheers their butt off for their teammates and yeah. wants to win just as bad and not being able to contribute. But yeah. anyways, I was gonna say like there's some like personal things that everyone does differently whenever they're on the court that I think are fun to look out for whenever you're watching the game. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the big players to watch for next uh, season is definitely going to be Brooklyn Thomas. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, she, you can put that girl anywhere on the front row and she's going to kill it. So, be ready to see her in in a game. If y'all see her playing middle or right side or outside, just know that that's because she's a Bad-ass player and can yeah. play any of those positions. I would definitely also add Maddie Gorniak to that yeah. list. Mm-hmm. She has definitely deserved her spot in the libero position. She has earned it and worked for it, and she is a walk-on player that has worked her absolute ass off to get yeah. here. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, like, you can see it in practice. She's going to pop off this year, so yeah. we're super okay. excited for that. And I love watching Maddie in practice, so I'm hoping if someone comes to the game, they'll love how watching – Maddie, she's so uh, volley smart and <laughs> so intentional every second she's on the court. Yeah. So if you're just watching her, I wish I could be as locked in every second that that girl is. Hmm. And she's just so quick twitch, fast muscle, speedy, and this little ball of energy. And yeah. it's like just watch her reactions too when we win points and stuff like that. She's hmm. crazy. But on the side of promotional things, um, this is probably the first year that everyone's budget within the athletic department is getting a probably most closely back to normal than it was Mm -hmm. pre-COVID. So with that being said, we did a little bit more promotional stuff last year, which is the first time we've done it since I've been here. Um, We handed out some t-shirts, we found out volleyballs every game, the starters, you know, threw out signed volleyballs. Um, We've done a bunch of different stuff. We've done some team nights for like young kids to come in. We've had some alumni nights, but this year I I know Heather loves some promotional stuff. She's mm-hmm. real big on the promotion side and social media. So I think you can expect some some big theme nights this year. A lot okay. more t-shirt giveaways, a lot more cups, a lot more stickers, a lot more volleyballs. Like just kind of, you know, promotional promotion promotioning it up. That's yeah. the best way of like make it a promo. So I'm I'm excited and for that side of yeah. the game. I was gonna say we love when like fans or people in the crowd just like even say things by name. Yeah. Like 
Well, maybe you're being dirty to the other team and you look at their roster and you're like, hey, Callie, you can't serve, you know, but on our side, if you're just like uh, making a cheer for Maddie or like someone on the team or like Avery, Avery's going to be another big return. She was one of our freshmen and I would say that she got rookie or something, right? Honorable freshman. She got all fresh, big stuff all freshman. Big stuff all freshman. Yeah. So she's going to be okay. a big returner. And you can also see her on the outside right side. She can hit both sides. Um, who else do you think? Do you I really think, you know, we have kind of a little bit of a secret weapon coming up this year because our um, one of our setters actually tore her ACL oh, in the beginning of our do. preseason last oh. year. Yes. So she is officially returned, and she's going to make a difference. She's really athletic. She jumps super high. She's got a lot of really good wisdom when it comes awesome. to court. court um, awareness super smart. and yeah she's really smart and I I think this year after she's observed a lot and she's getting back into playing she's actually gonna make a really big impact on the court yes okay. I agree with that. so where do you guys expect the season to go I know that that's a that's a big question there's a lot of games to be played that is a question. I think realistically our goal should is to win conference and that we can and we're fully capable of doing it but that's me speaking before we've even played preseason, we've right. seen the other teams, we don't know what they've got, but knowing what we have now, knowing the teams we played this spring, I think last spring, for last fall, we were fully capable of winning, but this year for sure, I think we have a goal on our hearts, and we're definitely sprinting after it. Yeah. You know, last year, I think I think we definitely could have done it, I think we just weren't quite ready in the, in the scenes of ability volleyball-wise to do it, but I think we are now ready culture way. And I, I said this at the end of our season after we lost. I said, you know, guys, like maybe this was the year that we build our culture to prepare us to build that rest of volleyball needed to win that conference championship because that's a big part of it. Um, just having that really good teammate connection is a really big part of it. And, I mean, anybody who's won any kind of conference championship, regional championship or national championship can tell you that the culture has such a big part of it. Mm. And we really built that last year. So I think this year going into having such a strong foundation on that side of things, it's really just going to depend on how well we, you know, train in this upcoming preseason. I think we've got all the pieces to do it. I think we can do it. Do I think we're going to win every single game? No, definitely not. But I don't think you need to win every single game to win the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely think we have the ability to beat High Point, and I think that's our biggest contender this year. Mm -hmm. um, looking at High Point's roster, who all they lost, who all they're gaining this year, they're going to be a completely different team. But in a sense, we are too. We've got a good amount of freshmen coming in that I think will see the court a little bit and make a little bit of a difference. So I, I think we have, I think we have a bright future ahead of us. It's just going to be a matter of, matter of how we make it, make it brighter. Okay. All right. So we got we got some positive outlooks for this upcoming season. Everybody listening, come to some games. Come show out. Yeah. This is, this is going to be an exciting season. Let's go. Um, do you have any final advice for me and Josh building the student section and getting engagement and getting people involved? Do you have any final advice for us? Um, I actually have a little bit of advice. Okay. Um, and it's not really advice. Kind of more heads up. Um. So we're actually, you know, we've talked, I've talked to um, Josh a little bit about SAC involvement as well. And so I know that was really hard to do this year because of kind of who we, the way SAC was ran this year and just who we've had in charge and just things got really hectic. But mm -hmm. as of this upcoming school year, it's going to be me and another girl that are really, really serious about getting more student involvement, either the vice president or president. So it would be either myself or her being vice president or president. Um, and so I, I really think that 
working with SAC as a part of student involvement. We're trying to get involved in CSL, Council of Student Leaders, and get okay. athletics voice to be heard in that. Um, we've talked to administrators as SAC representative to kind of get our voice heard a little bit better in that aspect. Um, but kind of that's going to be our bridge in between athletes and students and getting a little more involved in games and for all sports, not just ours. Um, yeah. We are also looking to try and make at least one game per sport every season um, a cultural event. I've heard, I've heard that. I think they are I'm, really, yeah. really push, pushing for Cerna, it. Cerna might have mentioned something about oh, that. Cerna, Cerna brought it up, yeah. Yeah, we're, it's a big push. It's been in the works since the beginning of this past semester, the fall, so the beginning of the year, because we brought it up in our meeting with President Cerna and a couple other people, and it got brought up again by a couple of the people that were running for president and vice president of the student body in the elections, mm -hmm. um, and it's been brought up time and time again in our SAC meetings, so it's, it's become a big push, and I, I think it's going to make a really big impact, um, especially for us as athletes, because we'll get cultural event credit for playing in the games. Right. So that, it'll be, it'll be so really busy. nice. Yes, so, so it'll so be, it. it'll be so nice to just get that one, if it's, even if it's just one. Right. But yeah, we've got, I think definitely like, we're gonna bridge that gap. It's just a matter of, it's a matter of really not even us, it's a matter of who comes after us continuing to bridge it. Right. Because at the end of the day, like I graduate in a year, Riley graduates next semester, and yeah. I mean, I'm sure y'all are graduating pretty soon too. Like it's a matter who takes over our spots to be able to continue it. Yeah, um, that's that's we we're doing very similar stuff here. Um, yeah, it's also about who comes after us. We want to leave the student section off to some people who we know are going to be able to run it, and then they can leave it off to someone. So, like establishing that culture, establishing uh, who we are is big, and definitely keep us in the loop on all that stuff. Uh, we we want to be involved. I was gonna say if y'all need anything, because I appreciate you guys doing this so much. Yeah, I literally, literally, yeah. If you need. Uh, Advice, if you need posters made, I'll make you posters. <laughs> I'm good at making posters. Like, I will, y'all just shoot me a text or anything if you need anything. I really awesome. appreciate you guys doing this. And we appreciate y'all for coming on here. We wanna, we wanna make this a really cool thing for not just the school, but the community. And just, yeah, just make this really cool. Awesome. Um, do you guys have any um, stuff you wanna plug in here at the end? Any social medias, any? Um, Follow me on Instagram, Riley Ogilvie. O-G-L-E-V-I-E. <laughs> I'm, I'm private. You can look me up if you want, but if I don't know you, I'm probably not going to let you call me. So, sorry, guys. <laughs> and that's fair. Um, all right, any any projects or anything? You said you promoted the SAC. Um, yeah, definitely SAC. Um, yeah, just yeah, really just SAC, honestly. And okay. we've got some really good stuff coming up. Me and the other girl that are running for vice president and president, we're really trying to implement some stuff to leave for the next generation. So. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us for this episode. We really Thanks, appreciate it. Thank you so much Thanks for having us. us. Yeah. All right. And I think that's going to do it. Josh, you got any final remarks? Um, I'll be releasing another episode tomorrow. Um, I'm getting <laughs> – it's like last minute. I got uh, Tony Rack coming on and possibly Coach Pross uh, about uh, – talking about the transfer uh, portal. Okay. So you guys can expect to get that episode soon. And until then, we'll see, we'll see y'all.